rain man made too much precipitation all over our glorious nation that leaves us in our mom's shitty basement we are the illegitimate camps kids you heard ladies and gentlemen it is bethesda's finest illegitimate children of sean camp mike and dave live from my mom's basement in bethesda maryland it's camps kids Camps kids. Camps kids. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. Dave, we're back in the basement. We're it's a back. new show. It's a new show. We're no longer suck my bulge. We're no longer SMB podcast. It's Kemp's kids with a Z. With a Z. Dave, I want to bring the listeners up to speed. Um, listeners, as you know, we were once the podcast known as Suck My Balch. We are currently embroiled in a certain legal battle with a certain diner called the Tasty Diner. Um, and a certain bagel establishment called <laughs> Bethesda Bagels. Yes. Uh, we've received a few letters from them to stop promoting their their products. <laughs> Evidently, uh it's not good to curse and uh, talk about drug use when you're talking about Western omelets and onion bagels. Um, right. I mean, because you would think, like, after a long, hard night on the town, doing a little molly, <laughs> getting crazy, you'd want to hit up Tasty Diner. But I guess, no. Dave, this is not helping our legal case right now. This is actually putting us behind the eight ball. But, you know, Dave, we pissed off the sponsors. It's never a good move. And we basically had to reinvent ourselves. We changed the name. The name is now Kemp's Kids with a Z. And Dave, why don't you get into why we went ahead and made this change? Well, I think the revelation came to us in the beautiful town, beautiful city outside of Bethesda, of course, Seattle, Washington, Mike. And when we were there, we met a wonderful man whose name was Daryl, yep. last name Kemp. Great. He was also our bookie, <laughs> won us quite a bit of money, and his father was Sean Kemp. And Daryl, I mean, Kemp is not his legal name. He no. is not. He's forbidden from even mentioning Sean Kemp. And, he's a and bastard he, child, Dave. He's a bastard child. Yeah. yeah. But what a wonderful man. Listeners, um, listeners, we had a lot of pressure from the sponsors. We had to get out of town. We had to get out of Dodge. We had to leave Bethesda. It was heartbreaking. But, you know, we took like a Beatles-esque trip, not to India, you know, like the Beatles, but we went to Seattle. It's the next best alternative. They have – It was – it really worked for us. They have just as much psychedelics and all the sexy cities you want in Seattle, Dave. So uh, – I know. <laughs> it worked out well. We – like Dave said, we met Daryl Kemp. We met a lot of Kemp's actually, Dave. And actually, you might not believe this, listeners, but, you know, Sean Kemp had a lot of kids, right? A lot. And we just kept meeting. Daryl kept introducing us to Kemp's. They have kind of like a – there's like 25, 30 of them. They, got, they, have, a, they have like a black market there. Do they not, Dave? Oh, the, uh, they do. They also have a very, very nice meetup group, which <laughs> meets twice a month. They, 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 watch, they watch a movie. They'll, they'll, they'll drink a beer. They're such nice people. Anyway, go on. Tell, tell them about the It's a great market. support system. You know, they have – they take a lot of psychedelics, and they talk about their abandonment issues from their NBA dad. It's, it's perfectly normal, Dave. And, you know, we felt like we owed something to those camps. I mean, we got a lot of great deals. You made a bunch of money. You made a whole lot of money by betting with different camps. But you kind of had you kind of had like an episode. I found you in like one of those camp opium dens, Dave, in Seattle, as you all know they have. Yeah. Mm. And you were in a real bad way. You're out of money. You're out of a job at Herbalife. And I said, Dave, put down that glass dick. 
you know, stop smoking that ganja, Dave. We got to get you rehabilitated. And lo and behold, Daryl Kemp and I, we got you some coffee. We got you some delicious cocoa. And now you're back. All free trade. All free trade. And now you're back in Bethesda, Dave, the proprietor of your very own Panera Bread, laughing in the face of the sponsors. That's right, folks. I've had quite a bit of a life change. No longer am I selling Herbalife out of a car. (laughs) I now own North Bethesda's finest Panera Bread. I'm the proprietor. I've been eating bread every day. Mm -hmm. I have gained some weight. I'll be honest. Gained a lot of weight. I've gained some weight. I mean, it's I mean, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It, how, how can you refuse it? We've got great sandwiches. We've got Tell great them about breakfast. the sandwiches, Dave. Oh, so many varieties. The bread bowls, though. The bread <laughs> bowl soups. Mmm. The, the bisques, the clam chowders. Oh, Dave, beautiful. we're getting off topic. I mean, I, I love to plug our new sponsor, Panera Bread, but we got to get to the sports. we got to get to the comedy, the satire, and we got to get to the drugs, Dave. we got to start doing more psychedelics, okay? <laughs> Because that's what we do in the basement, Dave. Like, let's not sell ourselves short here. I mean, we do talk sports, comedy, and, you know, all that stuff. But mainly, this podcast is about doing psychedelics, is it not? No, it's not, Dave. We're talking no. about sports. I'm kidding here. I'm kidding, folks. It's a, it's a clean show. You know, as, as far as we want to tell you about it, it's a clean show. Um, we're no longer Suck My Balls. We're no longer repped by Tasty Diner. But, Dave... It's we're gonna push forward. We're gonna push. It's forward. a new era in Bethesda. That's all we're trying to say. It's a new era, and coming up, we got Truth About It, the ESPN Hoop Networks affiliate, one of their great writers, Adam McGinnis. He's coming up. He's in the basement eating brisket, eating meatloaf. My mom's meatloaf. We love it. We're gonna be right back in the new era of Bethesda podcasting. This is Kemp's Kids with a Z. Kemp's Kids. Kemp's Kids. We'll be back, guys. Our father Sean Kemp in his prime versus Dre Blatch. Who wins? I don't know, but I'll tell you who loses. All of us bastard children. Pod coming back at you in a minute. And we're back. Dave, we have a guest with us today in the basement. We have an area man. He's a reporter, writer, co-editor for the site truthaboutit.net, the Wizards affiliate of ESPN's True Hoop Network, the number one source, Dave, the number one source for Wizards news and analysis, Dave. So let's give him a big Bethesda basement welcome to the great Adam McGinnis. Adam, welcome to Camp's Kids. Thanks a lot, fellas. I'm, I'm glad. Uh, Bethesda wasn't as hard as I thought it was. I thought about maybe packing some heat today, but it, it wasn't as rough as you guys described it. Yeah, it's it's not as rough as places North Bethesda, Adam, but, you know, <laughs> we're, we got some street cred. Yeah, that's my job. Adam, let's get right to it. The Wizards are 35-31, and 31, currently the fifth seed in the Eastern Conference if the season were to end today. John Wall's an all-star. Bradley Beal's continue to progress nicely. And Nene is injured. Adam, aside from the annual injury to Nene, is this where you <laughs> thought we'd be back in November? You know, I, I was actually pessimistic because every every year I try to be optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's being the opposite, so I try to still pull a little George Costanza opposite. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, hey, let me just do what I normally opposite of what I normally would do. Uh, you know, I kind of seem to may get hurt. And, you know, you know, it's hard. I I, I just didn't think the East would be as bad as it ended up being, kind of. Right. So I didn't think that you know I thought the Knicks would be better. The Nets would you know they play better now, but but there'd be. You know, Atlanta wouldn't be interested. So there would be a lot more teams for the Wizards. You know, the, the Wizards kind of were projected maybe twice for that seventh slot. Right. So I didn't see, you know, I thought maybe 35 to 40 wins. And 
down to 35 and 31. And I mean, it looks like they get six more wins and they're a 500 team, which seems pretty crazy. So I think they've, they've, in a weird way, they've actually kind of exceeded my expectations, but they still, they've been a, it's been a really weird season, weird team. I mean, Drew Gooden balled out last night of all people. <laughs> I mean, Andre Miller's on the team. I mean, I was running Andre Miller post-ups. I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? This was not on my New Year's resolution list for the Wizards. It was no. Andre Miller post-ups <laughs> and you couldn't fade away. But it seems to be working right now. So. Yeah, really has. Um, that being said, what would you like to see this Wizards team improve on as they hit the home stretch and make a playoff push? You know, you kind of seem to round about in a somewhat way with the addition of Miller Al Harrington coming back, Drew Gooden, kind of some stability on the second unit because the drop-off all year has really hurt them where, you know, they were, say, they're even with the team or up four or five points. They put in Eric Maynard or they put in Garrett Temple. And <laughs> the second unit just goes to crap to the point where they just stopped playing Eric Maynard. That's how bad it was. Yeah. And, you know, they, they traded him away. So the fact that they're getting some stability where, I mean, look at the last time, for example, they were down 10 points early in the fourth quarter, and, and actually that second unit actually led them back to the victory. Now, John Wall and Good, you know, made some plays, especially John Wall made some plays at the end to, to help them win. So I think it's it's kind of like trying to just get some type of, you know, stability on the second unit where it's not such a huge, huge drop-off from before. Uh, you know, obviously health is, is another one as well, but the way Ariza, Ariza's been shooting and, and John Wall's been just, you know, he's been fantastic. So, yeah. you know, so it's just a matter of, you know, it's John Wall saying, being his awesome self. And, you know, if Bradley can, you know, stay, stay healthy and kind of contribute and they can knock down some threes, can kind of, I still think they're going to need an A for a seven game series in the playoffs. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, I don't know if KS Life, can get done making his apps. <laughs> he, he's releasing apps now. <laughs> so so oh he can still get back and contribute. Uh, you know, because I think they're still going to need some big bodies down low to, to face some of these teams as the playoff starts come. Adam, your colleague uh, Connor Dirks had a great phrase the other day on Truth About It, the best wizard site on the entire World Wide Web. Where he, <laughs> I love that plug. Yeah, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep doing it. Just, just gonna keep going. Um, the is the greatest. I need to keep hanging out in Maryland. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, where um, he discussed this season. I just want to read uh, his quote because I think it sums up the season so well. He says the first goal of the front office is relevance to the pageantry of winning. Each win, whether it be during the regular season or the playoffs, is a form of currency, a piece of platinum in a conspicuous cachet that will eventually be displayed in a glitzy glass case in front of a potential signees. Alliteration side, Adam, how important is it for this team to continue with their pageantry of winning and go out and do some damage in the playoffs? It's funny because I think that what I feel is very torn with, with Wizards fans because, you know, they – People are not really big fans of Randy Whitman. I'm just going to be honest. Some yeah. of that's unfair. Some of it's fair. We know the Grumpfell. I don't think we want to bore everyone with the details of Grumpfell, but it's pretty much the decision of most fans and yeah. they want any person, right? So weirdly, they need to kind of underachieve a little bit to get rid of those people. But <laughs> but I don't think that nobody's rooting for that, right? So you're kind of caught in this, like, are they going to be good enough to maybe compete in the first round, right? Right. And then maybe when it's series, then that means they bring them all back. And if they bring them all back, does that mean that those two people can lead this team to a championship? But most people don't believe. So I think it's kind of, it's kind of weird that they're kind of quandary, but then it's like they haven't made the playoffs for five years, right? That's the other argument. So the fact that they need some success. And, it, and so, you know, obviously we follow the team and, you know, we're fans and we observe. And 
So, I mean, you want them to win, but at what price? So, I mean, you know, because Gortat's a free agent. I mean, there's a lot of moves that the team got to make. So, it's yeah. like, is it just a fleeting feeling? Like, okay, yeah, we battled the Raptors for seven games. Or we beat the Bulls and got punched by the Pacers. Or we fell to the seventh spot and got punched by the Pacers in five games. Then what? Is it where we just happy for success? Because, hey, look, we can look and say, we got an all-star point guard. We won 30-some games or 40 games. We made the playoffs. We competed. We sold out a couple of home playoff games, right? Like, is that the kind of illusionary success? Or is this something that a foundation be built for right. longer stuff, you know, where are we like the Knicks last year? They go, what, 54 and whatever, <laughs> won a playoff series, and now they look like the worst organization I've ever seen. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, that's a whole other ball of wax. But, you know, so what was last year to them? Obviously, wasn't a foundation-based anything. So, oh, you're, hit, you're hitting Dave hard. You're hitting Dave hard at him, isn't it? <laughs> don't even, don't even get Dave started because he's yeah. re- he's reaching for like the radio in the bath. Like it, it is not good. Going back to your point though, is that this, to get this town, these fan base involved, I think that's the biggest thing. Last night it was a sold out crowd, crazy environment. John Wall is yelling, "This is my city!" After it's over, Wizards, everyone's leaving the arena pumped. And that's just something we haven't seen in this town since the Gilbert days, you know? Yeah. And, and and the fact that it's such a strong basketball community, it's there, and there isn't this stigma like, oh, geez, so wizard. And I'll give you a good example. Last night on Twitter, I guess the Nets fans and social media were just freaking out that they lost to the Wizards. There's all sorts of fans, good comments. Like, I can't believe you lost the Wizards, blah, blah. Like, first of all, the Wizards now have a better record, and they slept in it. So I was like, are you not paying attention? But, <laughs> but it also, I think it ties into the fact that there still is that losing stigma around the Wizards, right? Like, oh, it's the Wizards. You know, you're having basketball fans that have seen the, the growth of John Wall and the Wizards and that they're a different team. But until your casual fan can turn on ABC and see the Wizards' success, I think that ties back yeah. into what your question was. Well, instead of national TV. Yeah, and so we'll just have to watch the Knicks and Lakers play, you know, 20 times a week. Um, we'll be we'll be back, guys, with 20 zany questions for True the Bad's Adam McGinnis. This is Kemp's Kids with a Z. <laughs> 29 years with no child support for Mr. Kemp. You know, one of the better podcasts in this. Shit. And we're back with Truth About It's Adam McGinnis. This is Kemp's Kids. Adam Real quick, what Wizards player are you most afraid of because he might beat you up if you talk or write shit about him? Ooh, ooh. Uh, I think it would be Trevor Booker because I think he's been on the toughest guy in the whole NBA. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really scared of him. That kid would – now, granted, he doesn't seem to be a guy that would actually probably do that, his personality. Like, he wouldn't go searching for that. Right. Whereas, like, if he was Kevin Serafin, I could see him, like, looking for comments like that. But it would definitely be, I would just Trevor be, Booker. if anyone ever told Trevor Booker that I said something bad about him, that would be the one guy I'd be really scared of. All right. Well, Adam, with that being said, we want to play a quick game of 20 questions with you. This is where we ask you 20 super inappropriate questions in rapid-fire order. <laughs> you just have to give us a straight answer, no chaser, as fast as you can go. Adam, are you ready? Uh, let's, let's do this. All right, Adam, first question, Trevor Booker. Is he a bitch or is he a boss? Uh, he's a bitch. Wow. Okay, Trevor. <laughs> Trevor, good start. Better player. Better player. Wow, Trevor's really gonna track you down now. Better player, John Wall or Kyrie Irving? Oh, John Wall, there. Sit down. Maryland or Virginia? Ooh, ooh Maryland. <laughs> oh yeah, good answer. Softball. Turn the turtle. Ball, softball or kickball? Softball. Yeah, local 16 or the Raven Bar and Grill? Oh, Raven all day. 
Okay, Tasty Diner or Silver Diner? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silver Diner. Good, good answer. Screw those sponsors. They they dropped us as a sponsor. We're embroiled in a legal battle with them. I did. I don't know if I told you that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> got game or white man can't jump. White man can't jump. Above the rim or the air up there. Above the rim. Which NBA player has more, Sean Kemp's kids or Kevin Serafin's snakes? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, well, since both of them probably don't know where their missing kids and snakes are at, <laughs> this is a tough one. Uh, I, I'd go with, uh, I'd go with Serafin, chance life. All right, Kevin Serafin's snakes. Better run organization, Wizards or America Online? <laughs> Groupon, no. Uh, I would go uh, AOL dial-up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to that end, fatter ass. Ted Leonsis, Kim Kardashian. Go. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to have to go with Kim just because skinny – I call him skinny T these days. He's dropping those LV, so he's not, not going to have a good firm ass that uh, Kim has. So. Adam's going with Kim K. Got to be more rapid, Adam. Got to be more rapid. Greek Cyprus or Turkish Cyprus? Turkish Cypress. Good, good. Better GM. Ernie Grunfeld or my mother's 2006 Saturn Ion? <laughs> Saturn all day. <laughs> Ernie, Ernie Grunfeld, future executive of the year or total jack-off that I want to hit with my mother's 2006 Saturn Ion? Saturn again. Saturn. <laughs> okay, question 16. Bigger waste of carbon, Otto Porter or John, Jan Vesely? That's <laughs> me. <laughs> Hamza, I miss you. I miss you, Hamza. Okay, you're going with Jan Vesely, bigger waste of carbon. <laughs> Follow question. Jan Vesely, success story or sucks dick at basketball failure story? I think uh, success story. I don't know if you've seen his girl, big girlfriend, but uh, it's a success. Okay, okay, in the minority there. Bradley Beal, future NBA all-star or future premature ejaculator? <laughs> all-star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared of his brother, by the way. So that, <laughs> okay, okay. Otto Porter, future NBA All-Star or future premature ejaculator? I'm gonna go premature ejaculator. <laughs> okay. Final question, Adam. Now that you've answered that Otto Porter is indeed a future premature ejaculator, that's an ESPN analysis, Adam. Final question. We'll get you out on this. Wiz playoff prediction. Wiz make it out of the first round, or Randy Whitman runs out on center court, whips his dick out, and begins to masturbate intensely. Let's go. We, no one wants to see that. Let's go Wizards second round. All right, all right. We did it, Adam. Adam McGinnis, ladies and gentlemen. Adam, thank you so much for listening to our questions and coming on the show. And, yo, listeners, Bethesda, pay attention. Read Adam's shit. It's the truth. Truthaboutit.net for the latest in Wizards news on the ESPN True Hoop Network. Great writers, great reporters, and just all-around sweethearts. They're the best, Dave. So uh, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Adam. Thanks for having me over, and uh, for those that always complain about the meatloaf from your mom, it, it tastes like prime bread. Oh, thank uh, you so, so much. Adam, my, my mother will be so happy. So stay a while. Hang out with me and my mom and Dave. We'll, 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 have it, uh, we'll have a good time. And we'll be back, listeners, with more Kemp's Kids podcast. Our dad is Sean Kemp had the glove to protect him, but who we got? Nobody. Except for you, the listeners, so stay tuned. Coming back at you with more Kemp's Kids Cast. And we're back. Mike, big news coming out of Nick's land. I mean, 
I've been, I've been, you know, you know how I feel and where I've been the past few months. In a gutter, Dave, in a gutter. Pretty much in a gutter. I've got my Panera bread to lift my spirits, but there's only so much bread I can eat every day, Mike. Now, there's big news. Our faithful have somehow got Phil Jackson to come in and manage this dump of a franchise. I don't know how it happened. I would say, well, I'd say the $12 million probably. Right, right. That was probably it. And just staying in L.A. and probably doing nothing. He's probably just not going to do anything, Mike. Yeah, I don't see him leaving uh, Montana or L.A. Ever, ever. I don't see it happening. So I really question this move. So (laughs) got to question the move here, Dave. I mean, what? Mike, here's the deal. Here's the deal about Phil Jackson. The Knicks have been lusting after that man for the pa- for well over a decade. Mm-hmm. Since around 95, there was a rumor that Jackson would take over the team. And the Knicks were actually good then, Mike. But we just we, we were just obsessed with the, the freestyling hippie Zen master that he is. And we never got him, of course. He would just use us as leverage to get another contract, either from the Bulls or the Lakers. But I guess our time has come. Now that he's 69... <laughs> totally totally content with his life. 69. He's now he's now a <laughs> He is now a Nick, obviously. We made the splashy move. This is the problem, like we make splashy moves without any rhyme or reason. Phil Jackson, rah <laughs> This will work. He has pedigree and he's a Nick. Okay. <laughs> I just want to know, like, what kind of chair he'll be sitting in. That's really – because his back even sustain the carrying this Knicks team? I don't think so, Dave. I, I No, I don't think so. See, again, what, what, what blows my mind is Dolan has insane amount of money, right? Right. One of the most pro- – the most profitable team in the NBA are the Knicks, despite years of losing and complete – I mean, just a joke, joke of a team – they could just write a blank check to like someone like R.C. Buford or Sam Preston and just say, hey, you guys are the best. We want you to fix our mess. And they would do it. They would do it for $12 million. What do we do? We get a guy who has a name. That's it. You blew your load, Dave. That's I mean, it. Many, many people have called the Knicks the premature ejaculating team of the NBA. <laughs> just like Otto Porter, he's the player everyone cites to, and the Knicks are the team, you know. You just the, the, blow your load too early, Dave. It's a sad state of affairs over in Nicktown. You know, I actually have a I have a different theory. I think it's not that we blow our load. It's more of I think Dolan and and the management lives in a parallel universe <laughs> that suggests that everything that we do has relevance. So that like no matter how much we lose, we're just one move away, one chip away from the championship. If we just get Phil Jackson, he'll obviously get us like Kevin Love, and we're going to win the title. Never mind that Kevin Love and Melo might not fit in together, but we're just going to win. It just doesn't it, – it's going to happen. So It's that's the New what, York way, Dave. It's the New York way. New York way. It's and it's Nick- America. It's the American way. <laughs> just <laughs> just throw shit at the wall and hope it sticks, right? Exactly, Dave. I mean, exactly. It's kind of did that for a while. Now it's sticking, sticking a little. Sticking a little, and th- this podcast throws a bunch of shit at a wall on a weekly basis, and you know, we're doing a, we're doing great, Dave. We're doing great. Kemp's kids motoring along just like the Knicks. It's all we can hope for, really. Mm, I know. We'll be back with Listener Mail, the first incarnation of Listener Mail for the Kemp's Kids podcast. This is Kemp's Kids. With Kemp's, the Z. Kids. Kemp's Kids. Kemp's Kids. 
We are the illegitimate blast from your past. That's right, it's Kemp's Kids Cast. And we're back. Listener mail time, folks. And um, as always, you can get at us on Twitter at Kemp's Kids with a Z. Or uh, we're setting up a new mailbox. It's going to be Kemp's Kids with a Z at AOL.com, the preferred mm-hmm. method of uh, getting in contact with us, of course. And uh, for right now, though, we have the SMB podcast uh, mailbox, to which we've gotten quite a bit of mail, Dave, over the past few weeks. A lot of mail. A lot it of, just keeps flowing in. A lot of listener mail, Dave. And some of it is of a legal matter, which I'll have to discuss with you later, and possibly my mom's attorney. We'll see what happens. Um <laughs> And I'll just get right into it, Dave. This starts out, Dear Sirs. So, Dear Sirs, I am writing on behalf of my client, Tasty Diner, LLC, a Delaware corporation with place of business in Bethesda, Maryland. Uh-oh, Dave. <laughs> Uh-oh. As you are well aware, my client, Tasty Diner, and you have entered into an exclusive contractual agreement whereby you would promote their establishment for a small pittance as well as 24.5% off all breakfast items. Dave, that was a pretty good deal. Don't you agree? It was agree? a great deal. Oh. I loved it. It is our contention that through repeated references to drugs, alcohol, violence, and the Washington Redskins that you have defamed Tasty Diner LLC and are not only subject to a libel defamation suit, but moreover you are in breach of said contract. As you well know, in violation of said contract, you are henceforth banned from using the trade name Suck My Bulge, Suck My Bulge Podcast, SMB Podcast, or any of its derivatives. Please cease and desist from using Suck My Bulge or any of its na- of other names. Otherwise, we'll be filing suit in the future. Yours, Saul Rubenstein, Esquire, from Rubenstein, Rubenstein, and Rubenstein Associates. Oh, that is a lot of Rubensteins there. Dave, they have three Rubensteins at least. How are, are you going to beat them? They are after us. Do 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 they do they go to the same temple we do? Maybe we can, you know, strike I, a little back backdoor backdoor Beth Israel yeah. action. I don't know. Um, Dave, <laughs> this is uh, this is. This is really disheartening, but lucky we changed the name. It's Kemp's Kids now, guys. Kemp's Kids now. We don't even know what SMB is anymore, yeah. so no yeah. loss there. So so bring it on, lawyers. Um, <laughs> next, next mail, next email, Dave. Dear Mike and Dave, I heard about the name change. Well done, shithead. Signed, Liam in Bakersfield. Oh, Liam's just bitter because he uh, I got a lot of money from him. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Liam. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's going to come on board for the Kemp's Kids ride, and as as should all of you former listeners of the podcast that shall not be named for of legal violations. No, um, no, Kemp's Kids. Uh, final message, dear Michael and David. Oh boy, don't like the sound of that. No, not good. <laughs> Please be aware that you are from here on banned from all Bethesda Bagels establishments. <laughs> Our partnership is henceforth ceased. <laughs> Fuck yourselves and Panera Bread too. They did not say that. Ira Smigel, Esquire, Smigel, Smigel, and Smigel Associates. Oh, okay. Pretty sure I went to Hebrew school with a Smigel. <laughs> Maybe I can strike a backroom deal. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully they go to show with us, Dave. Otherwise, we're pretty much screwed. Um, so hopefully there's no – once we get sponsors for Kemp's Kids on board, I think your Panera Bread outlet's on board. I know that, Dave. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're so on board. They love us. 
So we're we're golden. We got the backing of Panera Bread's lawyers That's now. That's a national chain. That the is a national, national chain. You can't mess with Panera Bread, Bethesda Bagels. You can't mess with Panera Bread, Tasty Diner. Bring it on. Bring on your lawyers. We're not scared. We're a, li- we're a little bit scared. We're very scared. Listeners, we're... listeners, if you are attorneys in any way, get at us. Otherwise, you know, just you know, email in. Email in anyway. Kemskids at AOL.com. Uh, for your free legal counsel, please. We need, we need your help. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in to our inaugural episode of Kemp's Kids. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Subscribe. Get at us on SoundCloud. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. That's it, y'all. Kemp's Kids. Kemp's Kids. With a Z. The rain man made too much precipitation all over our glorious nation that leaves us in our mom's shitty basement. We are the illegitimate camps kids, you heard? 29 years with no child support for Mr. Kemp. He all wanted a better podcast than this. Shit.